This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. It's time for a community interview on NPR. All right, guys, it is community interview time once again, and uh, it gives me very great pleasure to welcome a, a familiar voice if you're <laughs> a regular NPR listener. Um, uh, welcome back, Helen. You haven't been here for a while. It's, I know. It's cool to see you. Um, I'm talking to you, of course, uh, with you wearing your new ENM hat. It's a yes. very nice hat. Of Thank leaves you. and flowers and things on yes, it. Yes, very eco-friendly. Um, and you are events and communications for ENM. I am, and I've been in that role for gosh about eight weeks now, and thoroughly enjoying it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't appear to have caught fire, which Not is yet. always the concern with with <laughs> new roles, particularly for nonprofit organisations. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so the specific thing that you wanted to come and talk to us about was that ENM has some money to give people or is overseeing some money that people could apply for it, perhaps more accurate. We do and we are, which is fantastic. And I know um, as an ex-funding um, educator that people are obviously always interested to hear about interesting little funds that they can tap into. Absolutely. So we oversee something called the Environmental Initiatives Fund, which comes from the PNCC coffers, but which we administer, which is linked to any interesting little environmental initiatives just in Palmerston North. So it's just a Palmerston North fund. And we've been overseeing that fund since last year. And this year, there's around $66,000 up for grabs. Now, you can apply in two ways. It's really interesting. You can apply for a small grant of up to $1,000 at any time for any small project. So let's say, for example, you are a school who wants to put in some veggie beds in Palmerston North. You could go and check us out and you can make an application to that. And we do a yearly contestable large grants round as well, which opens in February. So those bigger projects, let's say, for example, you are um, a local reserve who wants to put in a wall walkway, you might look to us for some of that funding as well. So opportunities that are open all the time for those small things and February for those bigger rounds as well. Cool. And and so you said um, a cap of around sort of $1,000 for the uh, small ones. Yeah. Is there any cap for the large larger projects? You know, if someone's looking to do something really, really ambitious, um, can they can they try and hoover up the whole 60000 all at once? <laughs> they possibly wouldn't, but depending on their project, they possibly get partial funding for that. Again, everything comes in and that gets assessed by a committee of local people who make those decisions depending on what's in that pool at that time and um, what best fits the criteria of the fund as well. Excellent. So, I mean, while we're talking about it, what, what are those criteria? How would somebody know if their if their pet project was a good fit for this? We would actually ask people to talk to us first, and we have a big set of FAQs on our website. So, if you go to www.enm.org.nz, on the front page there is a link to all the FAQs. It's a fairly broad fund, and like as again as a funding advisor, like anything, um, I would advise people to talk to 
us about what they want funding as well. And we have an administrator who's employed specifically to answer those questions too. So the main criteria is within Palmerston North. That's the fairly strict bit there because it's a Palmerston North fund and obviously environmental. And that can be a whole raft of things. Well, so, yeah. I was, yeah, I was going to say because I mean, you might you might think off the top of your head. I mean, your example was uh, schools putting in veggie beds, and you wouldn't necessarily think immediately that that's an environmental project as True. opposed to say like a community True. building True. project. But it's definitely got an environmental bent because definitely. of that sense that it's like uh, building capacity and building resilience and teaching people a, a skill that will then have environmental exactly. implications going forward. Exactly. Another two examples that we funded last year is um, we gave some funding to the Square Edge Art Centre for their courtyard, which they have beautified and made into a really lovely um, space for people to hang out with, including some fruiting plants in there as well. And it looks really good. And we also gave some money to Growing Gardens and Communities, which is an initiative that's based mostly in the Awapuni Highbury area, where um, this money has funded a group of people to go and start gardens for people. Because, you know, for some people, this is financially prohibitive. And because it's so, they don't necessarily want to invest in it because they're like, gosh, what if it doesn't work? So this group, I think with that funding put in, I think it was seven gardens in total, and have been able to mentor people in how to keep those gardens and grow for themselves, thus increasing that resilience and sustainability factor. So that has been a beautiful little project that's gone on just there with a very small amount of money just to make it thrive. Oh, fantastic. And and absolutely, because, you know, uh, why don't people have veggie gardens as it, anymore as one of these kind of perpetually contested things? Because True. You know, um, my mum's generation, when she was a kid, mm. everyone had a veggie garden, mm. obviously. They probably also had, like, where she grew up in rural bits of Nelson, they probably had, like, an animal or two and probably yeah. chickens. Yeah. Um, but, like, maintaining all of that kind of stuff in, in this day and age requires a certain amount of investment in terms of, like, time and energy yes. and money. Yeah. And if you're on the bones of your bum yeah. – um, in any of those categories, that's going to be beyond you. And so yeah. it's it's kind of contested because people say, why don't people have veggie gardens? And people on the other hand say, well, that, that's for all very well for you to say. Yeah. Uh, so so something like that that bridges that gap and, and makes that uh, attainable for people is, is really, really powerful. Exactly. And that's a lovely little local initiative there that's just having a huge impact and has just required that little boost of money in order for that to happen. And the great thing about that is because it's a local group and because what they're doing they help those people sustain that stuff afterwards as well so yeah fantastic little initiative that was funding but what we want this year i mean last year we've had a fair few groups access the fund but we want to let more people know that it's actually there so we're going a bit large this year and just really raising awareness because this is a great little pot of money for those little initiatives that people want to do as well those huge initiatives as well which people just are thinking where do we get those extra bits of funding for and again as i mentioned it's local it's overseen by um, the decision are made by a local panel. Um, so it's people um, who know the area and know what's going on as well. Wonderful. Yeah. And and I mean, it, it's sort of a license to be kind of ambitious with your ideas as well, because you know you're going to be presenting them to, to local people who have a sense of how things mm. are here. Mm. And if you, you have something that on, on paper maybe seems like it's kind of a lot, but mm. actually would have a really good impact just because of the way the local community is, then it's going to be received a bit more sympathetically, um, I would take it. And, and like the example, 
example, with school veggie gardens, you know, have a broad take on on what you think might be or might not be mm. a, a, an ecological mm. project. Mm. Very much so. Cool. Well, look, thank you for coming and talking uh, to us today, Helen. That sounds great. I do hope that people do take the opportunity that this presents and, and you know, get in touch and ask for money because, after all, it, it is money there for the taking for you to do your things. Exactly. So you may as well take it and do the things. Support the, the, the great ideas that are out there to improve our environment locally, very much so. Can I just remind people of our email address and That's phone exactly number? That's exactly what Fantastic. I was about to ask you to do, yes. And, and also, uh, you general social medias as well because you know this is not the only thing that ENM does yeah. um, ENM organizes all kinds of stuff and if people have any sort of an environmental interest yeah. uh, even even occasionally or in passing you know you guys are kind of the one-stop shop for that yeah. in, in Manawatu. So ENM is basically an organisation that's an umbrella that connects over 60 environmental and sustainability groups in the area, from people working in really big, um, high-level kind of bush projects to people working with community gardens. We have a real plethora of interesting stuff that goes on, and we connect those groups so that they can understand what's going on as a whole in their in their environmental community, and also share ideas and stories as well. We we hold a couple of very interesting projects as well. Um, we are holding the Manawatu Food Action Network work and work around Kai Resilience at the moment, which is um, informing well, it's informing how we work with and how we use food in our communities. And something, and I have to get this right, called the Southern Ruahini Kiwi Restoration Project, which is around some trapping work, which we hope will allow um, kiwi to be reintroduced into the Southern Ruahinis at, at some fine point as well. But you can find out more about us from our Facebook page, the ENM Facebook page. Um, you can go to our website, which is www.enm.org.nz, and that has a huge amount of information about what we do, or a especially about the fund, you can give us a call on 06, get this right, 355-0126. Or you can actually come and visit us as well. We have a lovely little hub. We are on 145 Cuba Street. You're right by um, the We Reuse IT people. Yes. If that's a a landmark that people remember. Very much so. Excellent. Thank you very much, Helen. Thank you. You've been listening to another community interview on NPR. Also available on demand at npr.nz. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.